Hey, hey, Sanford here, and welcome to another Sanford's Unlock to Unleash EP, where we unlock the stuff we are either afraid, ashamed, or embarrassed to talk about. My mission and my purpose is to be 100 with who I am, and because I work with youth as a sports coach, performing artist, and life coach, in other words, I need to lead by example, by staying real, raw, and honest. And of course, our youth won't be totally aware or make that change confidently until our teachers, our coaches, our leaders, our counselors, psychologists, and of course, their parents get real, raw, and honest. I feel it's up to all of us to, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's time to reveal our flaws and vulnerabilities. Let's lead with love and courage and the truth. <laughs> I totally believe this. The truth will find the light. So um, thank you guys again for joining me. I want to speak today um, because I've been doing this whole series for the last, probably the last 10 days on lies. And I broke down lies, talked about lies, um, talked about some of my own lies that I've hidden and covered uh, over the years. And um, I just felt it was time to talk about it. You know, one, because I didn't want to lie anymore. I wanted to be open and, and, and honest and reveal myself um, because I think it, for me personally, it, 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 it hinders me. It hangs me up and it makes me hide. Uh, another reason is that because I work with you so often, I see in their hearts, in their eyes, all this pain and suffering. Um, and, and it's not that they're unhappy. It's not all of them are unhappy, but it's the fact that they're hanging on to something. They're hiding behind something that's stopping their extraordinary potential. And of course, I saw a lot of men and women, these are older men and women, stuck behind the lies that they built for so long, stuck behind what they've been hiding for so long, stuck behind that secret. And of course, they find it very hard to trust, not simply other people, but to themselves. And I, I just think that all stems from the lies that we've hidden for so long. And so I wanted to open up about that and share that. And so I've been uh, speaking on that for the last, uh, like I said, about 10 days. And um, the topic today is what we give up when we reveal ourselves and practice not lying. Now, this might seem like a strange topic to talk about when it comes to inspiring, mentoring our youth, our athletes, performers, to go out and conquer the world with their rebellious spirit, their God-given talents, and their extraordinary potential. But as adults, even our even late teens, we forget how great we have become at hiding pain, running from our feelings, getting angry, being deceitful, or just downright lying about anything from breaking a lamp to physical, sexual, or emotional abuse. Okay? This, of course, affects our emotional, mental, and physical health in our families, in our friendships, and any relationship that we, that, that, that we are surrounded with. That includes ourselves. These cover-ups and lies also affect our sleeping, our eating, our school, our work habits. And eventually, we start covering up and lying about if we're having anxiety. We start lying about depression, eating disorders, suicidal thoughts, and behaviors. And when it comes to sports and performing arts, it can be the perfect camouflage. You, know, you see, because 
I was a competitive athlete and I was a professional entertainer. And believe you me, I could hide anything behind that that, that I was suffering or, or struggling with. Okay. So, you know, basically with that, it is like a lot of people do with their work now or their families now. They just keep busy, stay busy, stay taking on more and, and more responsibility. This will hide any pain, shame, embarrassment, or imperfections in a character. And of course, when you look in the mirror, <laughs> something else shows up. I was originally going to talk today in this blog about why, why we lie, but I feel that that's irrelevant, though we do want to get to the truth, or at least I think we do. I felt that how to heal and, and, and forgive was more relevant and empowering since we all lie in one way or another. If it's not to someone, it's to ourselves. First, let's, let's um, just take a moment and look at the definition. Okay, I got this from Wikipedia. It said the uh, definition of a lie is a false statement uh, made with deliberate intent to deceive and in a, an intentional uh, an intentional untruth or falsehood. Let me be perfectly clear. I am far from being lie-free. Okay, my goal at this point is not to lie to myself, my family, my friends, those I coach and I mentor. Most of my lies these days are probably more about eating and particularly with my chocolate chip cookies, how many I eat, you know, and um, <laughs> they're my weakness, they're my drug. And I have to be aware of that because it's just sugar. Sugar, of course, as you know, is a over-the-counter legal drug and it is, has devastating effects. I suggest starting somewhere, okay? And so, like me, when I first started revealing myself and really wanting to come out uh, behind any of the lies I've told over, over my time on this planet, I started small, okay? Um, and I became more aware of what I was saying and how I was saying it. So, it's very important that we keep track of our lies, lies that are coming out, lies that we couldn't stop ourselves from saying. You know, this is how we know we're, we're addicted. This is how we know that it's such a habit. It's like, it's like brushing your teeth, going to the toilet. You know, it's like breathing. And I think that's a problem. I think that's a problem. There are many reasons, of course, why we lie. One of the biggest reasons is fear, okay? So, Tad Williams, an American fantasy and science, science, uh, science fiction writer says, we tell lies when we are afraid. Afraid of what we don't know, afraid of what others will think, afraid of what we will be, that we will be found out. But every time we tell a lie, the thing that we fear grows stronger. Dawson McAllister, host of the Hope Line Network. Um, this network provides hope for people in the midst of pain, doubt, and the messiness of life. Anyway, Dawson McAllister says, Another reason we lie is manipulation. Lies are typically motivated by a desire to, to get another person either to do something or not to do something to make a decision in favor of the person doing the lying. Someone might lie to get something they desire, such as sex, money, status, power, love, a place on a particular team or a place on a performing artist, a performing uh, performing position, any of those things. And pride, McAllister says, pride is another reason. 
This leads to exaggerations, which is a form of lying. Often people will create, um, you know, this sort of fantasy, yet it is a completely false story. And, and, and it just, it brings people in, but we, if we're doing the lying, we know that it is just totally callous and, and, and false. So what's the big deal about lying? Well, there's a few things. And again, I'm not telling people not to lie. What I'm doing is just shedding light on the process and some of the things that it brings up. And I think healing is more important. Um, so um, the thing about lying, it becomes like an addiction, which I mentioned earlier, that truth becomes a feared enemy. Okay, And that's what um, McAllister said on the uh, Hope, Hope um, Network. A liar has no uh, peace. Liars are always running, covering, building the next lie to cover the last lie. Relationships, of course, well, your relationships will eventually be ruined. Okay, And I, I know that firsthand myself. For me, personally, I used to lie a lot just to keep my life private and a secret, um, to keep from getting too close to people, and of course to hide the shameful things I used to do. And yes, I hid behind my athletic ability and my performing artist abilities. Once I revealed myself, I found no one really knew who I was, including myself. Jordan B. Peterson wrote a book, which I'm, I'm reading this book currently, it's called The 12 Rules of Life, An Antidote to Chaos. He says, if you will not reveal yourself to others, you cannot reveal yourself to yourself. He says that that does not only mean that you suppress who, suppress who you are, although it also means that. It means that so much of what we could be will never be forced by necessity to come forward. As I mentioned earlier, it's not about what we lie or even to, to stop what we lie about or even stop lying. This talk is for us to become more aware and, and reflect and keep our youth um, uh, aware as well and understand that lies are becoming or have become an addiction and how can we begin to heal, okay? So as a coach and performing artist instructor, I have worked in inner cities, in youth clubs, in Carlsbad, California, I've worked in Austin, Illinois, which is where I finished growing up. St. Louis, Missouri, which is where I was born. Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's right, I said Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's where they make all the Hershey chocolate. Um, and of course, I've worked with youth uh, in big cities like in Japan, uh, in the country of Japan, which was, I worked in Yokohama, Osaka, and Tokyo, which I got to work with a lot of street kids. Um, I also had the opportunity to work around Australia in Sydney, Melbourne, for three years and in Queensland from Brisbane to Cairns to Gladstone right out to Mackay and Mount Isa and for those people listening on the other side of the world you can look those places up on the map um, they're, they're a bit out west out west and I've worked with youth who have gone uh, sorry who have gone to the best schools and who have been given everything these kids had and to kids who had to live on the streets and had to hustle and, and feed themselves since they were 10 years old. So I have seen emotional, mental, and physical illness at its most devastating. Youth who look like they have the world at their feet, and yet they're addicted to heroin, <clears throat> cocaine, crystal meth, and of course alcohol. 
And, you know, you always see kids smoking and, you know, smoking cigarettes and, you know, like it's cool. And I guess at the time, it is cool. And, of course, I've seen youth who had very little hope stuck in an addictive cycle of poverty, physical abuse, gang violence, and possibly suicide or death before they hit the age of 20. <clears throat> now, I remember a lot of hopelessness is coming from the neighborhood in which I was born in, so you know that, that last um, explanation sounds very familiar to me. Most of these that go on are hidden. Most of these things that go on are hidden, are lied about by our youth until it's too late. Addictions, no matter, is a form, is a form that our youth uses um, to cover up, okay? And so, as you can hear, addictions aren't just doing drugs or just alcohol. Addictions are a series of things. They're, they're sex, they're working, they're sports and performing arts, okay? We can use these to cover up, okay? Instead of being open, we can be so filled with fear and we stay closed off and we, that makes us afraid to risk and face anything that may be going on. And of course, we're not totally happy. You know, we can pretend. And of course, we know a lot of people that pretend and I've been one of those people myself. The question to me is why are our youth addicted to getting stronger at their addictions? So what is it that they fear? for themselves. In order to begin healing and understanding, we can look at what's wrong with addiction, in this case running, hiding, and lying. And what we have to do, or what I feel we have to do, <clears throat> is look at what's right about it. In other words, what is the person getting from the lies? What are they getting from hiding? And what are they getting from running, okay, that they're not getting in their regular life or in their everyday life? What I have seen in many of the athletes and performing artists I have worked with and is that their denial and their lying about things that they want to speak about. But the addiction of the lying has become so strong, okay? And there's a young lady, well, she's passed now, a great lady, I should say, author, activist, and poet, Maya Angelou, who puts it in four very poignant questions of that that I believe that our youth are missing. And these are the four, the four questions she, she, she um, puts out there. <clears throat> and so understanding, this is why I feel that a lot of our youth are addicted to lying, drugs, alcohol, etc. Okay, because the first question is, do you see me? The second question is, do you care that I'm here? The third question is, Am I enough for you? Or do you need me to be better in some way? And the fourth question is, can I tell you that I'm, can I tell that I'm special to you by the way that you look at me? So Maya Angelou says that these are four questions that we all ask daily. And most of the time, well, 99.99% of the time, we ask this, these questions non-verbally. And so if we're asking them as adults and our youth are asking them and our youth have such great imaginations and are already struggling with some of the issues in their lives, it's tenfold for them, these questions. For those of you who drink alcohol or do drugs, 
When you first tried try drugs and alcohol, you spit it out or you rejected it. But then you, it started making you feel good. It released you from the pain or at least a short-term sense of peace, control, and calmness. For many of our athletes and performing artists, they either do a combination of drugs and alcohol and their sport or art, or they get their high from their, they get their high, their release of pain from their everyday life through sports and performing arts. Okay, but it becomes an addiction after a while. So this is what I want us to understand. In the meantime, it's all short-lived and presents itself emotionally, mentally, and physically. I personally know this discomfort and hiding behind lies in my own life. R.D. Lang, a Scottish psychologist and author of the book, The Primal Scream, said, people have three major fears, the fear of death, other people, and their own minds. So I was afraid to sit with my own mind and get to know the complexity and the death of Sanford. I tried beer a few times, but it wasn't my thing, and I definitely didn't like drugs. I never tried them, I didn't like what I saw from them up to that point, so it wasn't what I did. Um, It was sports and performing arts for me. Yes, it kept me active, yes, it was fun, Yes, I made people happy. Yes, I was happy. Yes, it kept me fit. Sometimes I would go home, though. Sometimes I wouldn't go home. I wouldn't go home and have dinner with my family. Sometimes I would miss dates or social gatherings. Sometimes I would not go to class at at high school or university. Sometimes I'd even miss work because I was so addicted to either my sports or art and I would lie to people about what, was, what, you know, what I was doing. The most powerful definition of what addiction is, is by a Canadian psychologist. I spoke about him earlier in the year in, in, in past videos. His name is Dr. Gober uh, uh, Mati. And he says addiction is anything, any behavior that gives us Temporary relief, temporary pleasure, but in the long term causes harm, has negative consequences, and you can't give it up. So that is his definition of addiction. And so we all know what that is. Instantly, when, when, when I read that quote about what addiction is, we all thought of something about something that we can't give up, that we keep saying we're going to, and something popped up in our heads. So what I did was I used sports and performing arts. And so many of our youth are using sports and performing arts to lie and cover up. First, covering up their their longing for acceptance, being loved for their uniqueness. Okay? They wonder, do you see them? Do we as coaches, as parents, as choreographers, as directors, do we see them? Do you care? who they are, okay? Am I enough? Are they enough? Am I special to you? Now, these may seem like quite intimate questions, but they're questions, as I said before, that we ask every day. So if you've got an athlete that is struggling with something or an athlete who's very excited about being there or are performing artists who are just excited and they just want to express themselves, 
and you're not noticing them, and you're not noticing their ability or th that excitement, that, th that's going to raise a question in some of their heads. This is what we need to do. It's not everybody, okay? I'm not saying this is everybody. But for us, we have to understand that suicide, depression, anxiety is on the rise. And the research states that by 2030, depression will be the number one psychological determinant and disease in our time. 2030. It's only it's, it's, it's 2019 now. That's less than 11 years away. Okay? So we need to be conscious of that. Secondly, lying to hide their addictions. Okay? So they're hiding their addictions. Okay? From, uh, from that pain and that suffering, they're seeking calmness and peace from death, from other people and their own minds. There's a quote that says, most of our suffering, most of the suffering of man is brought about by the lack of being able to sit in a room by himself quietly. If we're unable to sit by ourselves and our thoughts just run away with what isn't our lack, what we're not good enough, then we don't want to be by ourselves. We don't want to sit alone. We want to constantly keep busy. Now, for all of us that lie, cover up, fear exposing our most true self, we go back to that childhood, okay? Because a lot of it stems from childhood. And that, of course, is not my area or my focus. My experience, my expertise, research, and constant learning is primarily based in conscious coaching and mentoring. 12-year-old to 18-year-olds, okay? Athletes, performing artists, and of course, and of course, coaching coaches. Because I am an advocate that coaches and, and performs and works with performing artists, I'm high, I believe that coaches and performing artists and instructors are highly underrated, underpaid, and undervalued for the impact that they have on athletes and performing artists in the second half of their most rebellious, confident, and insecure years of their development. A coach or an instructor that provides discipline, that is intuitive, vulnerable, em empathic, honest, can be the difference between an athlete or an artist who lies, cheats, whines, gossip, is selfish, only caring about how they look and perform, who complains, makes excuses, and disrespects themselves, their coaches, and their peers, as well as their parents, or an athlete or artist that is slowly becoming conscious, filled with love, and reconnecting with their extraordinary potential. In my Facebook Live EMPC talks that I do every Sunday, I did two series about coaches and instructors' self-care. It is these steps in healing, peeling, and revealing ourselves as, as, as coaches and performing artists that's going to enhance, change, and save many lives. The first video I did, and you can go back and do the research, these were on my Facebook Live uh, programs. Uh, the first video was Healing Athlete Toxic Behavior by Healing Ourselves. And then the second one was Our Instructors and Coaches Need a Self-Care Plan too. 
Our youth need to understand that they are not bad. They are not weird. They are not going to be isolated or judged for their addiction. We all have them in one form or another. They need to know lying keeps them hidden. Covering up stops them from reaching their full potential as athletes, performers, and as people. And any behavior that they get temporary relief, temporary pleasure, that causes long-term harm, has negative consequences, and that they cannot or will not give up is an addiction. We as coaches and performing, and, and, and performing instructors are involved in such a crucial time in their lives. If we practice reflection, consciousness, and self-care on ourselves, our lives, our covering up, and our addictive behaviors, whether that's going through a painful breakup, or it's about money, it's about power, self-harm, negativity, etc., whatever invokes us to continue to lie, cover up, and stay imprisoned by our addictions, if we can start to shift in our own behaviors, we will help our athletes and our artists in such a profound way. We will empower them and they will look at themselves in a different light. Most people believe that trust is one of the hugest virtues, you know, trusting people, being trusted. But I personally believe that the biggest and most powerful virtue is courage. Let me read you this little quote here by Maya Angelou, one of my favorite writers, <clears throat> as I mentioned her earlier today. One isn't necessarily born with courage, but one is born with potential. Without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We cannot be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. Are honest. It is to me our mission to keep our youth focused, to help guide them along the path of their potential, yet allowing them to find within themselves their creativity, their wisdom, and their intuition for connection and their intuitive light will guide them home. Well, folks, that's all I have to say today. I want to thank you for popping in and um, just sharing these moments with me. You guys uh, could leave a voice comment here on um, Anchor or on Spotify and let me know your thoughts on this topic. And if you have any feedback, please give that feedback. But I want to thank you all for popping in to listen to me today. Remember, you are always going to have some challenges. There will always be painful situations and there will always be some form of suffering. But allow yourself to remember this. Nothing very, very good or very, very bad lasts a very, very long time. So tell the truth, or at least don't lie, Jordan B. Peterson. <laughs> You can do this. You can face it. Ask for help when you need it. Move forward. I'm sending you love and green lights. Please remember to love your mission. You guys have a wonderful evening. 
a wonderful night, a wonderful afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Talk soon. Peace.